Hi, Dr. Sears. I'm not sure what to do about my daughter. Hey, Dr. Sears. When I opened my baby's diaper, what came out really Hi, Dr. Sears. My kids refuse to eat fruits and vegetables. What do I do? I've been more terrible foods the last couple of days. Can I get your advice, Dr. Sears? Welcome in to the Dr. Sears Family Podcast. We are here to celebrate the many joyful moments of parenting and, uh, of course, help you through those moments that aren't quite so joyful. I'm your host, Dr. Jim Sears, along with my sister, a certified health coach, Hayden Sears. How you doing? Good. Hi. All right. Good morning. And across the room over there in the corner, Matthew, our sound man and little brother. Mm, hey, hey, hey. Father of a four-year-old and... Uh, don't forget to find us on Instagram and Facebook, Dr. Sears Family Podcast, and on the interwebs, askdrsears.com slash podcast. If you're listening, that means you probably like the show, so share it, and uh, because that's how podcasts get popular, and that's how uh, it helps us just to get ratings and to see where what people like, what people don't like. Send us questions and comments, and uh, because it, it just helps, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we get yeah. to see what you know. I hate it when you talk about uh, picking your nose, right? Picking, yeah, actually, right, I love something. that. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but I love it when you talk about this or that, and so because if we keep talking about stuff that you hate, then <laughs> what's, the, what's the point of that, right? If we keep so. talking about stuff you hate, you only have to blame yourself. Right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Tell us what you want. <laughs> We're like <laughs> guilting people. <laughs> anyway. So today's going to be a more random episode. I should try to think of the, uh, something to call it, just random portable pediatrician we'll moments. Book, yeah. book roulette. Book roulette. Book roulette. Yes. Ooh, what I we're like going to do, we're literally going to take one of the books off the shelf behind me. Um, I'm thinking the portable pediatrician, since yeah. that is one of the more recent books. And uh, it's nice and thick, 550-something pages. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to randomly open it and and share with you what's in there. <laughs> this is a, an excellent book. This, is, Like the title says, it's called The Portable Pediatrician. It is like having a pediatrician at home with you. Mm-hmm. Um, everything you need to know about your child's health, written by William Sears, MD, Martha Sears, RN, Robert Sears, MD, James Sears, MD, that's me, and Peter Sears, MD. Lots of Man. MDs and RNs in there. Before we do the book, did we want to take care of other business? Yes, before? yes. Yeah. We're going to do um, some other stuff. Uh, but let's start with comments with <laughs> Hayden. Was All that right. a knife of a pause for yeah, you? That was <laughs> <crazy>. Dramatic pause. <laughs> it was kind of, I love the pause. That's the one thing I love about podcasts. On TV, there's no way no. I could have a pause that long. We that's should like, time it. What was that, like a like, second and yeah, a half pause? That would have cost $10,000. Like $10, three people would have... T- <laughs> said a whole soliloquy in that time. Yeah, so, you can't pause it. Oh you my gosh. You, you, uh, and it was kind of annoying because, you know, especially if it was an emotional time, you're, yeah. you're connecting with the guest and you're, you just want to sit there, pause, let it sink in. And then, of course, the three people next to you, or they've this whole, for the last 30 seconds while you've been talking, then they, they're thinking, okay, I'm going to say something, I'm going to say something. So they just launch in <laughs> and take the conversation in a whole different direction. And Boy, do I not miss that. <laughs> I miss don't that, miss, miss that, that at all. I mean, I can sit here, I can be I can be saying something meaningful or not. Uh-huh. And then just let it sink in. <laughs> and and nobody says anything. It's cool. I love that. So <laughs> Okay. All right. If so I do, comments. chances are if you pause too long, I'll probably jump it's in because it's because that's what I'm used to. It's so true. Okay. All right. Comments <laughs> with Hayden. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> so this is, these are all about a Mother's Day episode, which was so fun. I think it's been my favorite one so far. We had my mom, Martha Sears, on as a guest, and all of her eight children called in to wish her a happy Mother's Day and chat a bit. So if you want to get the essence of the Sears family, um, listen to it. It's really fun. All right. So we have some comments from Mary. She says, that's so rad. And it was. Thanks, Mary. And then Natasha. Oh, is it Mary Allred? Uh, yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I have a comment from her. That's so nice. Oh, so sorry. Yeah. Good. So we have. Oh, is that the same comment? It or? is. It oh, okay. Is. You it, misread it. Cause I, I miss. Well, I, there's another one I that maybe says this that's was so on rad. my Facebook or something. Okay. No, I, I miss. Yeah, I miss. I swapped okay. it in my head. Well, thanks, Mary. Yeah, thanks, Mary. It's very nice being rad. <laughs> we like I being rad that. and nice. Okay. okay. So Natasha says, you guys all look so good. Oh, no. She says, you guys all get your good looks from this beautiful lady, which is my mom. Yes. And it's very true. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then KRC Gator says, she is quite the inspiration from all I've read. And that is also true. About our mother. Yes. yes. And then we have GFKL says, what a beautiful relationship you all have. Love this episode. Wish I had the journal when I was pregnant. Maybe next time. Hayden, you remind me so much of actress Jennifer Carpenter. <laughs> Matt, your son's smile made me smile. Oh, no, <laughs> your son's voice made me smile. I can't read today. Yeah. So Who's Jennifer Carpenter? Okay, she plays Dex- Dexter's si- oh. sister. Oh, no. that's... Is that yeah, Jennifer? Sister, that. Oh no, yeah, it's that was it's, Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. And she's um, she she's looks... in that new show and uh, shoot, what is it called? Um, Enemy Within. Oh, she's okay. in a, a White Chicks <laughs> movie, gotcha. White Chicks, which I've never seen. But seriously, pro- I mean, it's happened to me probably she ten times kinda, in the like past year. Her, yeah. I'll be walking down the street and somebody's like, "Oh, you look from oh, oh, funny." Yeah. Although yeah. I think you probably get it more if you look like if you're in a bad mood. She always seemed, <laughs> she at least is. on Dexter, she always seemed right. distressed and in a bad yeah. mood. Like when you're sitting there smiling, laughing. No, right. but like if it's you're true. ever frustrated with your kids, celebrity then, doppelgangers. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. You should have your kids watch Dexter. <laughs> Then they will never act up again. Right? Right? Parenting like, oh, advice from Dr. Sears. No, don't do don't that. Don't do that. Okay. Did you guys watch Dexter? No, but... I actually watched the series. It was quite fascinating. Yeah? No, yeah. but I started watching it after I started getting that, and I watched a couple episodes, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty... I'm, I don't know. I can't do really hardcore TV, so... Um, okay, more comments. Um, this is from Tiff Rad T-K-E. Radke. Radke. I actually know oh. her. She, oh, cool. she's, I, um, she organized one of my lectures up in Reno. Oh, fun. Uh, Reno, Nevada, a few months ago. And actually, I'm going back there in uh, September, August. No, August, September. Yes, she 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 wanted to schedule it for like the September first, a Friday uh-huh. night. I'm like, you know, that's Labor Day weekend, right? Uh, She's yeah, like, oh, okay, let's do the next weekend. So yep. I'm going, to, which is cool. Reno. If you've never been to Reno, it's actually it. a pretty cool little town. The first time I went up there, I thought, uh, it, what's going? You know, I'll just kind of blast in and out, and not even bring my wife, and just kind of get just business. Mm-hmm. But I get there, and I'm staying in this old school hotel that used to be a casino. Um, so just it's huge. The whole bottom floor is very open and everything and cool. They've redone it. You know, the bar and the lounges are all n- nice and new and modern, but old school. It's like Gold Rush uh, era construction. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just this, they got the whole strip, which is some, a lot of fun things to do. So it was pretty cool. So I'm going back there. This time Jessica's coming. We'll have a fun, fun. weekend out of it. Oh, and it's Reno. Cool. So you get there in like... An hour oh, flight. Nice. You know, it's a okay. quick hour flight. So anyway. Cool. So thanks, so, Tiffany. Yeah, right. she says, oh, what a special day for your mom. 
And it was. My mom had a blast. She didn't know we were all going to call in and, oh, okay. and wish her happy. Who, Tiffany didn't? Yeah. Or no, we our didn't. Mom didn't. Right. But Tiffany says, yes. what a special day for your mom. Okay. Then we have Beetle Bailey 12 says, this is sure a beautiful picture. Hope you are all, all are well. Um, and then Phyllis says, beautiful photo. Miss you people. Love to Bill. Oh, so that must be a friend of my dad's uh, saying hi to my dad. And then Julie LaFontaine says, ah, oh, that's going to be such a great surprise. Um, oh, then we got a long one. This is fun. Okay. Um, I had the best time listening to the recent podcast on Mother's Day with your mom and all the kids calling in. I'm way past babies now, but hearing your family and the dynamics and the authenticity was such a joy. Probably the most I smiled all day, remembering all my girls growing up. And Hayden, wow, I could truly feel her emotions through the podcast. She is neat. Thank you. And of course, your mom. What an amazing person, not just because of her career and raising all of uh, the kids, but for her vulnerability, let's see, not being perfect mom, and that's okay. Uh I just loved hearing Hayden's story at the end about your mom. True for all moms. Thank you for posting that and making my drive enjoyable. And I heard you too, uh, Aaron, too. She's talking to my sister, Aaron, and your new son. So cute. Just love your family. Oh, the brothers too, though I'm partial to girls. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank very you. Much. That's from Debbie. Thanks, Debbie. Thanks, that was Debbie. really sweet. That's funny. That yeah. was pretty good. So, so while, was... while you were reading those, I got <laughs> up and I put my iPhone across the table so it can film me. I'm trying to. Do some promos for this podcast. Don't worry, you're not in okay. the shot. I'm not cam- so camera So it's just kind of on me right now. So I'm just going to literally take a a, yeah. a snippet of the next minute or so and then just... Is it recording? Can you see it? I think I it is. don't think it's recording. Okay, come on. Well, <laughs> so that was Comments with it Hayden. It is recording. Yeah, it's recording. Okay, good. Yeah, comments with Hayden! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, music's gone. All right, cool. So I actually had a couple comments, but I'll save those for next time. Okay. Because it was, uh, I went to the Orange County Fair, and um, I think that's I all. thought that was not until July, yeah, August. It's, it's not the actual fair. I guess, here's, maybe we will talk about this now. <laughs> um, Jessica said, hey, there's a thing at the fairgrounds, um, a, a food festival. I'm like, ooh, oh. that sounds pretty good. And uh, so I looked it up. It's called OC, Orange County, OC Night Market, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it was billed as all these great food vendors and and people were going to be there, a few acts and some other things. But essentially, so we get there. It was like $5 to get in, so Mm -hmm. no big deal. It was a nice evening. And um, it was on the fairgrounds, and it was essentially all the fair food. Oh, Right? <laughs> um, literally all the fair food. The reason you go to the fair. Without, right. without the horses yeah. and the pigs and yeah. the, the fair stuff. I mean, they had some concerts going on. So a bunch of, a ton of food trucks and little food stands and uh-huh. the, the fried stuff. Yeah. And they didn't, you know, I guess the traditional fried food fair stuff, uh-huh. you know, the fried Twinkies, fried, they didn't have that kind of stuff. Oh, they had, okay. um, you know, a lot of Mexican and uh, they the Thai, this whole Thai truck serving Thai tacos, uh-huh. some pho tacos, Ooh. which is phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, see what I did there? Oh and um, and what else did we have? Oh, it was, oh my gosh. Oh, was, so I, I, got, I had some sat, I was trying to go low carb because uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm shooting a commercial in like a week and a half. So for the last three weeks, I've just been yeah. trying to drop 10 pounds. 
the 10 pounds that the camera will add on me. So, <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm there. So now I just got to maintain. Yeah. So I was like, oh, we're going to the fair. Really? really? We're going to the fair? And I'm not trying, <laughs> trying not to gain weight. So I was a, I started with some just uh, lamb skewers. Those oh. are really, really good. No carbs. Then I see this, you know, Thai, Thai place with Thai tacos. I'm Ooh. like, uh, how much carbs does a, a small little street taco mm-hmm. have in it? And uh, it can't be that, man. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, it was so good. And then we had, what else did I have? Oh, then there was a Mexican place, a queso taco. And this little, again, street taco, little small corn tortilla. But then the first layer was some fried queso, like a, just a kind of crispy layer of cheese. What? And then inside we put um, some al pastor or chicken, mm-hmm. cilantro, onions, and salsa, and guacamole, okay. all that stuff. But oh my gosh, it was so Oh, it sounds so good. Darn I, good. I know my boyfriend's going to listen to this podcast, and then we're going to have to go yeah, to yeah. the fair, like to both right. of them. So yes. every summer we go to the fair, and it's kind of a big deal. And it's especially a big deal for us because we're both very healthy eaters. But we when we go to the fair, it's like all on. We pick about four or five things that we're going to get. Uh, and mm-hmm. these are nasty things. Oh. And he eats most of them, but I get to try them all, which is great. Our favorite so far has been um, a deep fried Klondike bar. Oh, wow. And then I think the that most good. interesting thing we've had is deep fried nachos, where it's crushed up Doritos mixed with che- with like Velveeta cheese. Okay. <laughs> dipped in batter, holy deep fried, then covered with more Velveeta cheese, oh oh, like little balls, like yeah, like, it was like the nacho. Oh my gosh, like a, a matzo ball, but gr- like with just Doritos. With, I have to have okay. that. It's it, it was. I, I mean, the first two bites were great, and that was done. That's why I like this arrangement. We go. He eats most of it. <laughs> I eat two bites. That way, I don't feel sick, and he pretty much always feels sick. Yeah, we do it every year. So, yeah. so, so Terry, we're going. Eating. We're, we're going this eating, summer, everybody. and it's oh fun because God. every year they po- they publish um, all the food that's going to be there, and they put like stars by the new stuff. Oh, and so that's our yeah. favorite thing is to go through this article thing and pick out at least one new thing that we're going to have. And they're, I mean, they're just crazy stuff. Oh, that yeah, I, yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> this uh, this cool. kind of reminds me of one of the best things I ever had. This actually wasn't at the fair; it was at a outdoor movie. It was movie on the beach. They do that up in Long mm-hmm. Beach. Uh, they do it a lot of places, but this place. And there's a couple food trucks, and one of them they were. I wish I could remember what it was called, um, but it, it's self-explanatory. Essentially, they would open up a bag of Fritos, little um, you know, mm-hmm. single-serving bag, dump some chili in there, a little cheese, and and and, and there you go, and then just kind of. Put a spoon in there and hand it to you, and you just kind of scoop it out. It was seriously, that it was really good. good. So you're getting and all healthy, the nutrition and super tips. healthy. I mean, I mean, very healthy, this is right? A very random podcast. Hey, whiz, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I don't go to movies on the beach that often right. because nor the fair. No See, way. when you, you constantly eat healthy, you can afford to have these cheat days. That is yes. the kind of nice thing, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, if suppose you go to the fair but then that the whole day before you went to McDonald's for breakfast maybe or maybe did, you know, fast food for lunch, then you do that for dinner at the fair. Ugh. It's not really yeah, you know, it's not right. special. It's not special. You're going right. to feel awful the next <laughs> yeah, day yeah. too. It's going to be bad. Yeah, yeah, right. That reminds me. <laughs> Especially <laughs> I mean, I said it was going to be random. Um the just the attitude towards eating out um is so different nowadays than it was when we were kids. Mm-hmm. I I don't do you remember 
Um, you guys were probably pretty young, but the the kind of the nice Chinese restaurant near our house, Peking Dragon. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You know that was kind of like a big deal. A big oh, deal. You know, somebody's birthday. Yeah. Oh, we're going to Peking Dragon, or we're getting takeout from Peking Dragon. Yeah. Maybe once or twice a year, kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Um, it was just the, oh my gosh, we're doing Peking Dragon. Cool, cool. Yeah. You know, right. awesome. Well, um, just two days ago, um. I was busy, but um, our daughter's uncle was in town, and um, and he he and and they were gonna try to figure out what for, what for dinner. What's for dinner, right? And uh, I don't remember what I had. I was busy. I didn't want to go out because when they cause when they go out, it's an hour and a half, and I just I'm on this deadline for this trip I'm going on, and and um, so they uh, they they're hashing about what are we gonna have, what are we gonna have, and they're like, well, how about Peking Dragon? And our our daughter goes, ugh. Fine. I guess we'll do that again. <laughs> what? You know? I was like, what do you mean? That's like... That that's was like, like the best thing in the world. So we, and, good. And, for, and now they go there so often, it's just uh, it's just like, okay, it's like you're settling. Okay, fine, fine. We'll go to Big Game Dragon. Oh, my goodness. Which, by the way, the most amazing Chinese food so ever, especially really the hot and sour soup. Um, now but, I want Peking Dragon. But yeah. just, I mean... And and it's kind of like that for a lot of fast yeah. foods. You know, back I remember McDonald's used to be this once every two or three weeks when when my grandma would pick me up from swimming lessons or my dad would take us out for breakfast. You know, once a month or something. It was this big big deal. Oh my gosh, we're going to McDonald's. It's so cool. You know, now it's like, ugh, can we just stop at McDonald's? I'm hungry. I don't know what else to eat. Ugh, McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, and. <laughs> It's not. It's not special anymore. It's, not. it's true. And yeah. it's uh, even though it's not good for you, I still uh, I would love it if like, hey, you guys want to go to McDonald's? Oh my yeah! gosh! Yeah! You know, yeah, like, like the once a year. Like, oh, fine. I guess we'll go to McDonald's. <laughs> anyway, so I don't know. I'm. It's. Uh, <laughs> I think we've all had too much coffee today. <laughs> all right. So, um, how how are we doing on time? Is time to take a break yet? And then yes. come back with a portable pediatrician. <laughs> Let's do that. Is, can we seriously? Is it time? Can we yes. take a break? Yeah. Okay. We will be right back. Hello to all the mommies out there. Are you expecting a new baby or have a friend who is? Be sure to check out the newest book from the Sears family. The Healthy... The Healthy Pregnancy Journal. The Healthy Pregnancy Journal by Martha and Hayden Sears. Hey, that's my grandmother! And Auntie Hayden! This book provides a week-by-week guide to honor and navigate! Navigate your journey into motherhood with plenty of prompts and spaces to reflect on all that you're experiencing. That you're experiencing. 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 And help you stay on track for a healthy... For a healthy pregnancy. It's sure to be a beautiful keepsake for any mother's pregnancy journey. Available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and other bookstores. I love you, Mommy. The Healthy Pregnancy Journal. 
Oh my gosh, that is so cute. <laughs> it's so cute. Oh my gosh. Did you have fun? Was that fun oh recording that? Seriously, the best <laughs> afternoon ever. Yeah, I think your son has a future in voiceover. <laughs> it was so fun. And he loves it. He, he Every every now and then he says, I want to go play on the microphone. So, ah, sure, go in. I have a bunch of tracks of him just singing random songs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just maybe one day I'll, the I'll play blah, 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 doing yeah. sound effects. Sound stuff. effects or songs or Hearing just doing weird, weird things. When he's on the mic, can he hear his voice or is he just kind of. Um, no, I, I usually just keep my headphones on. Gotcha. But, so it doesn't feed back. <laughs> All right. Well, but Levi he, he, he likes in. to listen back to it afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. So this is Levi. That's Levi's first uh, gig, right? <laughs> cool. All right. So that was cool. So the rest of the podcast, we are going to do random advice from the portable pediatrician. Mm-hmm. Right there. I've got it. We each have a copy right here. Yep. Taken off our bookshelf behind us. And for those so. who you don't know, the, basically each page is, or a half a page is talking about a different disease or symptoms that your yeah. child might have right. or Issue. things that you might want to call your pediatrician for, or mm-hmm. you can just look at it up in the book instead. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, I mean, if you look, just I'm looking through the table of contents, just, just about everything you might need to know um, in al- alphabetical order. Uh, it's pretty cool. Okay, so Matthew, Sam and Matt over there, is going to give us a random number, okay. random page number, a la... Here we go. Uh, pa- page 318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-318-
I better look this. It was yeah. either the moms were right half, about half the time if the child did have a fever, but if uh-huh. the child didn't have the fever, the moms were right most of the time. Oh, okay. Or the other way around. <laughs> so basically, that uh, information you just yeah, yeah. heard so just, may have been false. We probably just <laughs> never mind. Edit that. So out. if okay, they're so right fever. half the time, that means they're wrong right. half the time. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's random. Flip a coin. Flip okay. a coin. So, I, so bottom line, it's good to actually take your child's or your teens or your mm-hmm. husband's temperature if you think you're running a fever. And you know, um, I personally, I like just the good old fashioned uh, underarm or under the tongue thermometers instead of the swipe the forehead mm-hmm. or stick it in the ear and stuff it's just it's easier it's 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 easier to do and and more reliable um it can be an electronic one mm-hmm. um but uh, or a, or an old fashioned glass one and um so Anyways, and what is a uh, a normal body temperature? Um, a lot of people think, oh, he's ninety nine. It's a fever. No, mm-hmm. uh, normal body temperature is ninety seven to ninety nine degrees. That whole ninety eight point six degrees. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people are not walking around at ninety eight point six. They're yeah. they're that's the average. If you took a hundred people and uh, that without a fever, an average their temperature would be about ninety eight point six. But uh, some people would be ninety seven. Some people would be ninety nine. So uh, once you get over 99 to, say, 101, and these are Fahrenheit degrees uh, for our Canadian listeners. Um, <laughs> we love you guys. Yeah, uh, which, by the way, I'm, I'll be there in, well, actually, by the time you guys hear this, I would have already been to Toronto mm-hmm. to give some lecture. So 99 to a 101 is a kind of a low-grade fever. A moderate fever, we, we call 101 to 103. And then uh, 103 and higher, we'd call that a higher fever. So... And uh, now, Hayden, as a mom, um, mm-hmm. how would you, would you worry about fevers all the time or kind of what was your take on fever? No, I just kept an eye on him to see. It would, it would give me information. So if it was staying kind of a low, kind of a mid to low grade, then I knew, I, for me, it told me that their body was fighting something off, but the fever was helping. Um, if it got really high above 103, which actually that only happened maybe once or twice with my kids, then I just really wanted to pay attention because if it gets any higher than that, too much higher than that, then that's definitely a a concern. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And most of the time, if a, a mom asks or calls me with a fever, you know, little Johnny's got a fever, uh, and they usually tell me he's got a fever 103. Mm-hmm. I'm like, my next question almost always is, well, what is he doing right now? Um, and he's kind of laying in bed, lethargic. He kind of seems, you know, I can't, I can't wake him up. That yeah. kind of, okay, that, then I worry. Um, yeah. if the answer is, well, he's kind of jumping on his bed, you know, ch- he's chasing his brother <laughs> with some Legos right now. Uh, okay. He's, he's probably, he's probably <laughs> fine. So, so the point there is the number, the degree of fever is a little less important than how the child is acting. You know, look at the child instead of the number, you know, yeah. if they're, if they're acting pretty sick, pretty lethargic, uh, um, or if it's a, sm- a younger baby, a toddler, and completely irritable, cranky, unconsolable, mm-hmm. then that's worrisome versus just uh, happy. You know, if the child seems pretty happy and um, and not that sick, then we worry less. Yeah. You know, and most most fevers are virus. It can be either uh, something like roseola or that hand, foot, and mouth virus, mm-hmm. uh, which is caused flu. by Coxsackie. You got your viral sore throats. You got your intestinal infections. And then other generic viruses that uh, just often cause uh, just a fever. Those are the ones we generally don't worry about. Now, some viral infections we do. Uh, measles would be one. You <laughs> yeah. <know>. Hey, <laughs> yeah. I said the M word. Oh, no. A lot of measles in the uh, in the uh, news these days. But um, and then 
Uh, things that we would almost always worry about are bacterial infections. Those are a little less common, but uh, and then the ones that um, less serious, like ear infections, sinus infections, bronchitis. Although interesting, most bronchitis is a virus. Um, oh. Yeah, most uh, if you uh, if you really look at the literature in the uh, infectious disease realm, um, bronchitis. Uh, most people think, oh, I got bronchitis, I need antibiotics, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, most the majority of bronchitis is viral in nature, um, and you will get better, and you don't usually don't need antibiotics. Nice. Um, next uh, category would be bladder infections. Um, those are serious, and they especially in younger babies, they and they can um, fairly quickly. Uh, kind of uh, expand or spread into the bloodstream, uh, something called urosepsis, and that can actually be quite, quite, quite serious. So we don't take bladder infections lightly mm-hmm. in kids. Then you got your strep throat, tonsillitis, um, that kind of stuff. So, so fun fact about Hayden and fevers, when I get a fever that's above maybe 101, 102, I hallucinate. Oh, really? Like for real, really? weird hallucinations. Like all the time, almost. Well, fail? it's only happened a handful of times that I can remember. Oh, I just, okay, we got to we got to we got to <laughs> give you a <laughs> fever next time you're sick, Hayden. We got to do a podcast. Okay, so <laughs> no, it's weird. The the two that I remember distinctly is one was when I was really little, and I think we were on a trip, maybe in Mammoth. I was little, and I had a fever, and I, we had watched a movie the night before that had dogs in it. And I remember in the middle of the night, running into my mom and dad's room, being like, they're chasing me! They're gonna... Like, I, I thought these huge dogs from the movie were chasing oh me, and I was, like, I was scared. I wasn't dreaming, either. I was hallucinating, and I was, like, Jeez. convinced that these dogs were chasing me. The next one was just a few years ago. I was a, f- you know, fully grown adult. And I had a huge fever, and I thought I was in a fishbowl. Like, I, <laughs> I thought I was in a fishbowl, and everything around me was outside the fishbowl. Like, I was a fish. Oh, weird. So, you guys, Whoa. these are so <laughs> ingrained. <Wild. laughs> but that's what I actually, I kind of know what's happening, and that's why I know I have a really high fever. Is that oh, I'm there's something weird. Better check my temperature. Right. <laughs> Trippy. Yeah. Weird. That's. We got we to gotta do <laughs> gotta that next time. Okay, so let's uh, finish fever up. I've, we'll cover when not to worry and then when to worry, and then we'll move on to the next random thing. So we kind of covered a little bit when not to worry. Um, essentially, if your child's really not that ill, um, uh, if, they, if the temperature comes down with a fever reducer... Oh, I should... Before we get into that, a lot of parents... Um, Wonder, okay, what do I do? You know, what do I do to bring fever down? Because um, there's a lot of, you know, do I do a cool bath? Do I do towels on their neck? That kind of stuff. Do I, you know, undress them? Um, a lot of that can help, um, but you can overdo it. You can do too much. A cold bath, actually, uh, think about it. If you have a fever, um, there's uh, uh, chemicals that have been released into your into your body that um, from from uh, the um, not from outside, but in from within your body, um, your temperature regulation centers in your body that are your essentially the thermostat of your body has been turned up. Mm-hmm. So everything in your body uh, is trying to get the body to one zero two one o two. So um, you know to co- you know make you shiver and get goosebumps and all that kind of stuff, right? Uh, so if you just stick yourself in a cold bath, what's going to happen? The body goes well. 
that's really cold. Uh, I still want to be at one, 102, so it's just going to fight that much harder to keep the temperature up. Mm. Um, so if a nice, just a, a lukewarm bath to kind of gently bring the fever down. Um, but the, the first thing I always like to do is get that thermostat turned down uh, with some Tylenol or some Motrin or Advil, something like that. Um, you don't have to give a whole lot, just the appropriate dose. And so once the, t- the thermostat gets turned down, then the body will actually kind of try to seek a lower temperature and be more comfortable anyways. And that's when the kind of the lukewarm, a tepid, a tepid bath, whatever tepid means, I don't know what temperature tepid is, but something just, you know, room temperature-ish uh, um, or just a little bit below body temperature. Um, a, a nice cold uh, cool wash, wet washcloth on the back of the neck can kind of help too. So, because um, sometimes if you lower it too much, too quickly, the the, bo- the body will just fight to to get back up. So, okay, so that's what to do about a fever. But then when to worry? I think we kind of covered that. Uh, if your child's temperature comes down and they're super playful, probably less to worry about. If uh, if even if it's a high fever, but there's other signs that give you clues that it's not a serious illness. Um, oftentimes that can be a particular rash. Like uh, let's take hand, foot, and mouth. Uh, it's so super, super common caused by Coxsackie virus. You will get on your palms of your hands or the soles of your feet these little blistery-looking like things. They, there's no fluid in there. They won't pop, but they look t- like tiny little uh, viral blisters. And you can just go online and take uh, get a picture. Maybe I'll get a, find a good picture of them and post it to this uh, podcast. But uh, if you see that on their on their palms and their soles of their feet, then it's probably hand, foot, and mouth, and you don't need to worry about it. Um, Now, when to worry, uh, certainly an infant three months or younger um, that has a fever automatic uh, needs to go see the doctor. If it's in the middle of the night, you need to go to the ER. Um, If there's any signs of meningitis, um, things like severe headache, neck stiffness, Pain. If you, I often will ask the child to, can you touch your chin to, to your chest? If that really hurts, if it hurts them to do that, then that's a, a stiff neck, and you need to go to the ER. Um, if there's a, if the light tends to hurt the child's eyes, that can be a sign, not automatically meningitis, but oftentimes meningitis, and um, or a vom, unexplained vomiting can be a sign of meningitis as well. Um, unexplained vomit can also be a sign of a kidney infection, and that's uh, the, kind of the next category of bacterial infection that we would worry about. Um, can be fever, lower back pain, vomiting, uh, painful or frequent urination, those uh, that warrants a um, immediate medical attention. Now, um, other rashes can be signs of something serious. Little tiny red or purplish pinpoint dots on the skin. Um, and these probably will be, will be uh, elsewhere on the chest or the arms. Um, those are, and those are called petechiae, and those generally are a bad thing. Um, if you see a rash, one of the things, first things I do is I kind of see if it will blanch. You kind of put pressure on the, on the spot. If it goes away with pressure on the skin or you stretch the skin, then that's not a worrisome dot. If it doesn't blanch, that what then it's what it's a petechiae, and that's a little burst blood vessel or burst capillary, capillary, which is often a sign that this infection is kind of uh, becoming worse and worse and worse, and is actually a, a, an emergency sign. Uh, time to go to the ER very quickly. Now the one caveat or exception to that, um, uh, you can have them above the neck 
and not necessarily be worrisome. If a child's coughing a lot or vomiting a lot, you'll get little burst capillaries kind of around the eyes. Um, Somebody had, one of my patients had that, or was it one of our... Oh, it was my cousin. One of my no, my nephew. One of my nephew. <laughs> Their mom brought him over, uh, and he had that. He had been vomiting all night with the stomach yeah. flu, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, look at his look at the skin on his face." And he had the little petechiae, but just around the eyes. Mm-hmm. And okay, that was just from the pressure of all that dry heaving. So if you see the petechiae, and once again, you can Google uh, uh, for an images to see what those look like. Those are automatic worrisome signs. Um, if the uh, a couple more, if the Fever is unresponsive to, to medications, um, probably warrants a uh, evaluation. If your child has a, f- a seizure with a fever, um, especially for the first first time, you should go to the ER. Or if the child's super irritable or lethargic, uh, it warrants an evaluation. So I think that's pretty. I think we've exhausted the fever. <laughs> uh, Jim, real quick before we move on. Um, I, I hear people talk sometimes about when you have a fever – don't be so quick to reach for the Tylenol or Advil because the fever is actually beneficial to fight off whatever illness is. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of thought on that, and there's some some evidence that that can help, especially with a low grade fever. What I what I how I look at it though it, is more how the child if they're playful at at one zero three hundred and three, um, yeah, maybe not treat the fever uh, with Tylenol or Motrin. Um, the it's when the child what i don't like is the child's acting sick doesn't want to eat doesn't want to drink um then uh i like them to get feeling better cuz then they'll stay hydrated cuz you can you'll fight off an illness better if you're hydrated or if you're eating well and okay. it just helps you worry less you know a child that's lethargic it's worrisome and mm-hmm. and if you can get them to be not lethargic then that just helps uh, helps you stay out of the ER and and because uh, once you go to the hospital or ER or the doctor's office, then <laughs> other bad things can happen. Yeah. You can catch something else, you know. And my so. kind of my go to with my kids and fevers, um, and when I'm asked is kind of like Jim said, if 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 they're not complaining and they can sleep fine, then I don't give it to them. But once once it's really hurting and they're complaining, they can't rest, and like he said, they can't eat or drink, or they can't sleep at night, then that's when I give them the fever reducer because they mm. need to sleep, they need to eat, they need to drink. That but makes if sense. they're not, then I just kind of let it go. Let it run its course. Yeah, because, you know, kids will complain <laughs> if it hurts. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. We have another number? Another one? Next number. All right. We have to hold our books ready. above our heads. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait. <laughs> ready? Okay, and then, wait. Wait. Closed book, and then uh, move my microphone so I can. Then what's the once you have it? It's hands up, okay? Yeah, all right. Hands off the book. Oh, okay. And we can't call it until our hands are off the book. Okay, we're competitive. All right, here you go. Next page is ninety-five. Go. Boom. Done. Dang, that was fast. I got lucky. I opened it right to ninety-two. So all I had to do was turn (laughs) one page and ninety. Well, I mean, you wrote the book, so you're more familiar with it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, so looks like at the bottom of this page, it talks about the 7 through 12-year-old checkups. Ah. This would be interesting. Yeah, because probably a lot of our listeners have kids between that ages. Yeah, so let's try try to do this one quickly. Okay. We spend a lot of time on fevers. Essentially, I'll just read the first um, little blurb. Children should have thorough checkups during the elementary years. If your child is very healthy, growing well, and has no ongoing medical problems, you can probably get by with a checkup every other year. Um, 
Although, interesting, since we've written that, I've actually liked, really like to do them every year because I like to ch actually check certain parameters mm -hmm. um, um, uh, through labs and vitamin D levels and things like that and uh, look at the, the diet and all that stuff. Um, anyways, um, so your doctor will focus on several aspects of your child's health, including height and weight gain, proper nutrition, sports health, injury prevention, and any chronic health conditions that have persisted into childhood. So, you know, we look at growth, uh, we do the physical. Essentially what these checkups are for, we're, we're, they're designed to look for problems. Um, you know, you even may think you're healthy. And, uh, but, you know, if you give the doctor, a, a, you know, a nice long uh, wellness visit to, to just go head to toe and all the nooks and crannies and, and, and really look into the child's uh, health and lifestyle and, and physical, you know, all the, the ears, the teeth, the eyes, um, you know, you can even, I've, I've had plenty of parents come in, oh yeah, my child's super, super healthy. And we go through thing and we find mm -hmm. just something and we find it early and it's so much easier to treat and deal with and and heal when you find it early. So, so I think uh, so. Yeah, these these are important. Uh, even blood pressure, cholesterol. We do a little urine screening. Um, oh, it's funny. Uh, you know, it's, the it's controversial whether we're supposed to be screening urine with children. Um, I like doing it. I've always done it, um, but. Um, one of the other doctors in the office said, you know, that, that kind of is not really a, a, a recommendation yet anymore, hmm. just because uh, some of the experts say, oh, you don't really, you never find anything. Well, it's funny, just a few months after <laughs> she was telling me that, I I kind of kept up the, 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 the random or routine urine screening, and we found a child that actually had kind of early kidney failure. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of a genetic thing, and wow. uh, we were able to... Not, honestly, not that it really has changed. There's really no treatment for this particular mm -hmm. one, um, um, but uh, at least we found it early. And I guess that's why yeah. this other doctor is saying, well, there's nothing you can do anyways. Yeah. But, um, but at least we are able to stay on top of this child's kidney function mm -hmm. and um, and get them in to see specialists uh, sooner and before too many problems have started. So anyways, and I found actually a, a child with high blood pressure, a teen with high blood pressure, mm -hmm. something we, we see more often, unfortunately. Uh, you know, I think um, uh, kids, and especially teens that are have developed a lot of bad health habits, we're starting to see some of the adult issues, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, things like that, um, overweight. We're seeing way, way more of that in teens than we used to. And, and so I think doing these wellness screenings uh, slash checkups uh, are good. Okay, so Sweet. Should right. we do another let's, one? let's end that one. Okay. 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 Next. Books one. up. Books up. Books up. Books up. So I, I, <laughs> who won so the first one? I won the first one. Did you? Yeah, okay, even though I, I said one. it a little okay. earlier, I still won. Oh, that one's under okay, protest. One to one. All right, so so one point is... to a half a point. You got a half a point <laughs> okay. for the first one. All right. Number number three is 550. <laughs> oh. Shoot. Boom. Oh. oh shoot! It's closed. No. Yes. <laughs> I yes, had it's it. On, it's on. It's on. I had it, and the book closed because it's right at the end. Oh shoot! It's ripped. I ripped there it is. Okay. Go. I got it. That's a tie. I have no idea who won that tie. one. That was too. Crazy. I totally ripped the book. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this is the section talking about antibiotics. It's actually the the second page of the dis the um. The uh, 
the discussion, but it's I funny. figured it would be like an index page or something. Yeah, like that. right. I yeah. know because that's almost the, the it's the last the pages. The book's only five hundred and fifty four pages. So, um, oh, I actually like this quote right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Sears tip: Don't push your pediatrician. At first, when I read this, I was like, "Dude, do people really get physical? Like <laughs> so much <laughs> to where it. you have to say, right. don't push." How about you want to read this? You, yeah, you read the tip. It's just a- so. This is talking about antibiotics and um, stuff like that. So it says, okay, occasionally a parent might think, why did we make the effort to come to the doctor when she didn't prescribe a medication? It often takes more time and medical judgment not to prescribe an antibiotic, and more natural remedies may be safer for your child in the long run. So it's don't push your doctor to prescribe something if they... If yeah. that's not their plan. But also action. don't actually push them. Yes. Yeah, don't so both. physically push <laughs> so them. So both, yeah. Um, you know, I like <laughs> Good this. Good point, Matt. <laughs> um, because I, I love it when parents come in and, you know, maybe it's usually for cold symptoms. The vast majority of pediatrician visits, sick visits, are for runny noses and coughs. And um, if the parent comes in, you know, and says, you know, I know it's only been three or four days, and if you don't think he needs antibiotic, I'm I'm great with that. As a matter of fact, I'd rather not have one. Um unless you really think he needs it, okay? Now, okay, boom. Now I've got, mm-hmm. I feel the freedom to, I don't feel the need to please the parents, you know, because especially if they, suppose they drove an hour to my office, yeah. you know, took the time off work, and then um, only to tell you, have them tell you there's nothing wrong, mm-hmm. okay? And by the way, I never, ever, ever, ever say there's nothing wrong. Um, there's always something wrong. Yeah. yeah, he's got a cold. Uh-huh. He's got a runny nose and cough. Okay, that's wrong. Um, does it need antibiotics? N- maybe not. Um, but um, the uh, and it gives your dog. I would highly recommend parents say that to the to your the the whether it's a ER physician or the urgent care physician or your pediatrician, your family practice. Just say you know I, I don't I don't know if he needs antibiotics or not. Um, I'm hoping not. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you know. If, if you don't think he need, really needs them, let me know, and, and I don't want them if I don't need yeah. them. Um, then it gives your doctor the freedom to just just look at the child and not worry about what the parent wants. Or yeah, what the parent so it's actually want. best for the child. You know, and yeah. um, oh, and I love it when uh, maybe I'll see a patient or a mom will call me. Uh, often it's on follow-up. I was at urgent care last night, and they said uh, the child had a sore throat, um, but the doctor said I didn't need antibiotics. I go, in my head, I'm going, good. That that means it was a good doctor. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so easy. Just uh, you know, a lot and a lot of doctors, especially in the urgent care or ER setting, they, they you don't have a personal relationship with this family, um, and you don't really know what the follow up is going to be like. And it it is so much easier. Oh, we had a runny nose for three days. Oh, here's your antibiotic, and then. And then the done. Then you're it's, safe. Yeah, literally, that's a a fifteen second visit yeah. versus thoroughly evaluating the child and 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 really looking at it and discussing with the parent and and uh, and making sure they're they're comfortable with not doing an antibiotic and then if you're not going to do the antibiotic what you know what are the signs to look for to have you come back when would an antibiotic be necessary that's a long discussion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when it's ten thirty at night, everybody's tired, and there's you know a waiting room full of other kids. It's it can be hard for the doc to really uh, stick to proper medicine mm-hmm. and do what's right for that particular child. So, anyway, so okay, so that, that's yeah. good. Don't push your, Don't pediatrician, push your pediatrician into antibiotics. Uh, just say, hey, if I need them, I'll take them, but I'm hoping I don't. Yes. All right. All right. So it's good? ready. So right. who won that one? I won that one. It was one. a tie. Oh, it was a tie. I think we went tie. Went so tie. the score is three, 
Two to two. It's two to two, really? Well, okay. it was well, one to one, half. and then one he tied. So. So, okay. Okay. <laughs> so the, I think instead of both hands up, just one hand yeah, up. Yeah, because you can hold them. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Right. By the way, you guys can play at home if you <laughs> yeah, have a formal pediatrician. And if you win, you can get it before us. You have to let us know. Yeah, let us know. And we'll give you props on air. All right, here we go. Page 240. Got it. Aiden. Yes. Aiden wins. Okay. This is about constipation. Okay. Interesting. Constipation. It's funny. Before that, that's about halfway down the page. Before it looks like we're talking about uh, concussions. So anyway, so go with constipation. Yeah, because that's probably something a lot lot of listeners deal with or have dealt with. Yeah. Um, One thing, okay, so it's, I mean, while you're looking, one of the things I, uh, my kids, I don't think have ever struggled with constipation, but since my youngest is nine, I don't really, I'm not involved in their like bathroom stuff anymore. So when they were younger, it's like I knew, okay, they're going poop every day, they're Mm -hmm. fine, what they looks like, I kind of see the consistency, (laughs) gross, but now they don't. So it occurred to me to ask them the other day if they went, like, do you guys go poop every day? And they're like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, what the heck are you asking me that? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. That was just kind of like this mental checklist of something that I thought of. Anyway, so yeah, no, yeah. my kids are not constipated since you asked. Yes, I don't know that. if it still is, but a few years ago, the number one search term on our website, com, was constipation. Mm. Wow. Are you That's... able to check that stuff, Matt? Or is that uh, I can when thing? I'm in the office. Or is that I'm the Colorado right people? Okay. So constipation. Real uh, quick, uh, yeah. I want to share... Uh, this happened a couple of days ago. Do we really of, want to know? Yeah. Should I, do I need to finish eating before? <laughs> this is, is something Levi said, and we can make this a bit, you know, okay. funny Levi quotes. Yeah. Levi quote of the day or something. Seriously. Uh, he, he, it was after a, And a now it's time for <laughs> Levi quote of the day. <laughs> he was really excited. He said, Dad, hey, my poop made the letter V. Uh, that's so great. That sounds like a Sesame Street oh episode. My like gosh. segment. That's uh, funny. That's awesome. That was fun. And so smart. <laughs> we turned bathroom time into education time. Homeschooling. Oh Homeschooling win. That's all. That's funny. So constipation is super, super, super common. Um, as a matter of fact, you know, when, if your child... Uh, complains of a tummy ache, uh, mm-hmm. just random tummy ache, pretty good chance there's some low-grade backing up happening, a yeah. little bit of constipation. So symptoms of constipation, straining hard to pass a bowel movement, um, not necessarily complaining, just if they have to strain hard to do it, uh, uh, probably um, is a bit constipated. If your child is passing large log-like stools that look like they were left there by a truck driver, um, yeah, a little bit of constipation. Having bowel movements every once, only once every few days, that can be a sign. Now, some infants, breastfed infants, can only poop once, uh, once a week, but uh, usually they're nice and runny, and the baby's happy. But um, for an older child, it'd be, if they're going less than every day, chances are there's some constipation. If it takes them a long time to pass a stool. Um, you might have an issue if they're passing large quantity, large quantities of stool at once. Um, just this big, huge thing, um, or the opposite, passing small pellets like little rabbit poops. Um, you might have an issue, or small stool marks in the underwear, um, basically leakage. That means uh, mm. that your child is probably con- a bit of constip- constipated. So, 
um, probably the first time I usually deal with constipation as a pediatrician is at six months when the child starts eating. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes the, some of those first foods that moms use, traditional foods, first foods like uh, bananas, um, carrots, um, things like that, uh, even the applesauce, th those can be constipating. And um, so I've, which is one of the reasons I've switched as a very first food to be avocado. Yep. You know, just take yep. some mushy avocado, lots of good fats in there and uh, um, can avoid the constipation. So, um, you know, and we just try to keep things looser. Um, if the child's passing this big log in the diaper, generally if, if a, a normal poop, uh, when it goes into a diaper, will be just kind of like mashed potato consistency. Mm -hmm. just, just a big... Kind of a thing, <laughs> nice you know, just big mushy mess. That's kind of a nice, happy poop in the diaper. So there's a lot of natural remedies that we go through in the book here. Maybe we'll touch on some of those. But then there, and then sometimes we have to use more of the, the medication kind of stuff. But mm -hmm. I always try to start with natural remedies, yeah. often just good good oils. You know, if the child's taking a fish oil supplement or a other omega supplement, I uh, just have them take a little extra of that. Or mm -hmm. I take some of the healthy oils, coconut oil, olive oil, or flaxseed oil, um, a couple of teaspoons, depending on the child's age. And you can find those uh, those numbers. Mm -hmm. on, Typically, on if, a, if a child or any person has a, re a healthy diet, mm -hmm. it's a very balanced, healthy diet, constipation shouldn't be an issue, at least not not. Um, chronically, so so just a lot of the natural remedies, yep, just would be really natural, healthy right. food. Just eat better, yeah. a nice eat plant better. based, plant based, high uh, fiber whole food, grains, all that. Whole food nutrition probably oils. won't get constipated. But mm -hmm. if your child is on that beige diet, French fries, uh, pasta, macaroni mm -hmm. and cheese, or eats a lot of dairy, lots that of can dairy be sometimes can be constipating. Um, sometimes kinds do the opposite. Mm -hmm. um, those tend to be constipating. So essentially, just lots of fruits and veggies. Um, sometimes I'll use just some juice. Usually don't recommend juice because of all the sugar, but uh, a little apple juice, a um, couple ounces a day can be enough to loosen the child up. And um, so good. Yeah, and smoothies. I, oh, yeah. I saw that here. I mean, that that's something we have almost every day anyway, so... Yep. Smoothies help hide a lot of those healthy foods in it and taste yummy so your kids don't even realize they're eating things like flaxseed meal and, yeah. you know, yes. greens, greens and all that. Yeah. Now, if your child's really constipated and uh, one cycle that happens, you, the child's stools get bigger and larger, um, so they hurt, mm -hmm. right? So they try to hold it so because they don't want to pass that stool that's going to hurt. And so the stool gets bigger, and then they mm. finally pass it, and it's big. So they, but they don't want that to happen again. So they hold mm, it, and you yeah. get into this cycle. And pretty soon, within a few weeks, your child is, you know, once every three or four days, passing, you know, painfully passing this big, huge, uh, rock hard poop. Um, and then the lower part of the colon starts to get stretched out, right? Ah. And so, and then so your child's urge to poop doesn't start up until they're already backed up and we and and that can be a significant issue and and very mental a lot uh -huh. of psychological part of it especially in a toddler they just they're scared to pass mm -hmm. this poop and it's just this vicious cycle and with those kids we actually have to get them really really loose uh -huh. almost just walk, get, we give them diarrhea essentially uh -huh. nice uh, loose very watery uh loose stools maybe not watery but just nice and loose frequent um, and have them not hold it, uh, which is that can be a process. Um, and we have to keep them that way for actually months, many months at a time, sometimes five, six, seven, eight months 
um, just to let the lower colon shrink down to its normal size wow. and, and so that the child gives, has normal urges to poop uh, before it gets too stretched out. So, so and that's obviously if your child's doing that, you really should be working with your doctor, should be working with your doctor to make sure there's nothing more serious going on and uh, to make sure the child's heading in the right direction. A lot of parents will, you know, uh, if if they significant constipation and within just a couple of days they're gotten looser, like okay, good, I, mm-hmm. he's he's done, you know. So they go, they stop the treatment, and then the next week the child's constipated again. So we, I usually insist the parent, we got to keep the treatments going, keep him going until I tell you to stop. All right. Okay. And uh, if you want to dive more into the subject of constipation and poop, uh, Dad wrote a book a couple of years ago called Dr. Poo, little paperback, right. 60, 70 pages paperback. Um, go to askdrsears.com slash D-R-P-O-O. Dr. Poo. And check that out. Dr. Winnie the Poo. And uh, yeah, <laughs> one of the things in that book, it, it harps on the importance of probiotics and mm-hmm. the good good. Gut bacteria. Yes. Gut health. So that's important. We have time for another couple more if we do it really fast. Okay. Okay. We'll do do it quick. Okay. So you will will do a subject, and then you will just automatically stop at like one minute or something or two. So Hayden's up by one at this point, by the way. (laughs) We'll bleep that out. Okay. All right. Ready? Uh Page 91. Done. Ah. Okay, Jim. Fine. There we go. Hand up. <laughs> yes. Okay, Jim. All right. <laughs> oh, so this is the in the chapter about the three-year checkup, the three-year checkup, and um, and uh, and this is an important uh, checkup because um, oftentimes the child hasn't seen the doctor since their two-year-old checkup, right? Mm-hmm. So. Essentially, the child is almost twice as old as they were uh, at their last checkup. So a lot of things can change. You know, the, the develop, there's a lot of development that needs to go on. Uh, a lot of uh, the child starting to have its healthy habits or not. And I don't uh, – you, you read – you read. I'm going to just launch. One of the most important things I, I cover at this three-year-old checkup is, um, is what the child is eating. Um, because they're really, this is the age they're really starting to maybe develop their tastes. And, uh, ideally the mom has continued what I told them at the two year checkup. And by the way, I've been doing a two and a half year old checkup now just to kind of bridge the gap a little bit. But, um, you know, if the child, if, if the child is, um, kind of snacking all day on goldfish crackers and, and other crackers and Cheez-Its and things like that, and then the mom kind of wonders, you know, why he won't eat the, the, the lunch I made him. He won't eat the little sandwich or the casserole for dinner. He, 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 the child never seems to be hungry. It's often because the child is snacking all day. And, um, and I really, uh, once the child kind of develops a taste for, uh, maybe not, really, really bad food, but goldfish crackers, a lot of moms kind of think of those as neutral, mm-hmm. but really they're, there's no nutrition in them and they taste really good and you you will crave them. Yeah, and right? you fill your stomach with kind of nothing, nothing, like yucky, you know, and then it's not, you're not there's getting, no room for good stuff. Yeah, you're not getting that many calories, so you just uh-huh. your brain keeps telling you that um, you're still hungry, you're still hungry, you're still hungry, and so you're just munching on that. And especially when the ch- if the child's bored um, at a car ride or the doctor's office. This is where I see the mom, you know, the child, it's the moment this child gets a little cranky, out comes the diaper bag with a little baggie of, of goldfish crackers, and the child just kind of munches on that. Um, 
and uh, and that is that can really set up a habit of boredom eating mm-hmm. and emotional eating in in the older child, especially and, and that adult. salty, savory, yeah. yummy. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, so I just I really harp on ma on the parents at this checkup to tr- just and, and it's funny the moms that have because what I'm about to say might sound mean, but the moms that have tried it come back to me and go, oh my gosh, the child is such a better eater now. Mm-hmm. Just don't have those snacks. Yeah. In the in the uh, in the diaper bag. Uh, if your child's used to having them in the diaper, just if they're not there, the child will look in your diaper bag and they won't be there. Yeah. And they'll go off. They'll just run off and do something else. It's not they like you're want. saying no and you're taking them away. Right. They're just not they're there. They're just, just not there. Yeah. All right. If you really think the child needs a snack, uh, have something that's real. Uh, a little baggie of sliced olives or a little Tupperware of blueberries. Okay. If the child wants to munch on those all day. Great, yep. <laughs> right? Because there's nutrition in it uh-huh. and there's real calories. And the child will fill up on those after just a couple of handfuls uh-huh. and then go off to play. But if they're just snacking on the, the empty calories, uh, you're setting your child up for some really unhealthy eating habits. All right. Did you see anything in this well, chapel? That, that yeah, just one kind of interesting thing is... It, Matt, the, you didn't cut me off at a minute. I know. Fr- it's good was, stuff. He's I was up. fascinated. I was... I was uh, it talks about the first dentist visit. So it says, by this age, your child should have all of their baby teeth and it will be time to go to the dentist soon. Yes. Pro- I mean, I don't think there's a rush right at age three, but I like this. So start by having them go along with you in your visit and let them watch you mm-hmm. and see, oh, mommy's okay. I'm not going to cry. Mommy's not going to... It's not going to hurt mommy. And just kind of model to them a positive experience and yeah. let them see you interact with the dentist and then tell them, oh, next time it gets to be your turn. And they can pick a, you know, hopefully there's a treasure chest of some sort. If not, totally find a different dentist because <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be all about the toy when they're done. Oh, yeah. So that's, you know, that's kind of good to have on your radar that around age three, um, you want to start that, at least start the dentist conversation. So when it's time for them to go, it's the dentist is not a scary person. Sure. And I know any dentists listening that they, 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 oftentimes I get letters from dentists or cards and when they stop mm-hmm. by, you know, the first dentist visit should be when the child first starts getting teeth at six months or a year or so. Mm-hmm. And I get it. And sometimes the dentists are able to find earlier stuff. Um, I, I don't know. I, I found, uh, uh, unless there's actual problems with the teeth, uh, I don't know that it's hugely, yeah. helpful Maybe but not for sure if your child list. has not seen a dentist by age three that it is definitely time to okay. start to put it on the list of things to do all right all right so one more because we have to break the tie break the tie yes okay, okay. all right here we go all right page four wait, wait is your finger in the no the, the, Jim, <laughs> she, oh my gosh you're so suspicious on, on what page? i did not <laughs> matt's, matt's giving me the <laughs> we're okay. in it together matt <laughs> so whoever wins this is, is master of all time in yes. space yes right? okay. master of the universe Page 492. Got it. Done. I got it. Whoa. I won. I won. Yes. I was yes. Hayden by yes. <laughs> Jim's totally yelling. <laughs> he had to go off mic to yell. Yes. That was close. Okay. That was so, so close. So Jim's the oldest close. boy in the family. I'm the oldest girl. I think we have a competitive <laughs> thing going on. Totally won. I'm the master of the universe. Until next time, we'll have to have a, a rematch. Okay. <laughs> I'm so mad. Jim's so mad. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to talk today about... So this is a chapter of sprains and broken bones. Ah. So um, Dr. Sears' tip, RICET, R-I-C-E. So that's a little acronym for how you treat kind of sprains mm-hmm. and, and sore joints and what stuff. It stands for R-I-C-E, rest, 
ice, compression, and elevate. Okay, so resting, obviously, if you've got a, a, a sprain, you want to rest it, uh, wrap, um, no, not wrap it, that's the compression part. Um, just resting it, and then ice it. Uh, I like it doing in, um, you know, on for 15 minutes, off for 15 minutes for the first few hours. Generally, for the first 48 hours of a joint injury, sprained ankle or whatever. Matt knows about sprained ankles. <laughs> yes, uh, I um, do. Well, that was uh, one of our first episodes, I think, when you had a <laughs> yeah. massive... Anyways, um, first 48 hours, you can, you can ice it. And uh, after that, it, it's a little less important. But for those first 48 hours, it just it helps the swelling come down. And then compression and, you know, wrapping that uh, injured joint with an ACE bandage <clears throat> can kind of support it and it can help loosen, uh, lessen the swelling a little bit. But don't wrap it too tight. And then elevating it, especially if it's a lower extremity like an ankle. Just go. You know, this is the one time I say, kids, go home, watch TV, put on Netflix and just stick your, uh, your, your foot up above the rest of your body just to keep that swelling down. So that's good. Nice. All right. Mm-hmm. And there's wow. more. There's more, but that you was guys a can fun episode, and not just because I'm now <clears throat> master of the universe. That was really fun. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Is there a badge? Wait, do I get a medal? We'll get you a medal. Sweet, yes. and then we'll Fine. Jim can win a it medal. back. We'll put a board up on the side and keep a tally Sweet. of winners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and when we have guests on, they can join in. <laughs> yeah. They're like, "Who are these people?" <laughs> Gotcha. So uh, before we wrap into the closing of the show, do we have a mother? No, we don't have a mother's moment. Other I, than I, Hayden I have a, is master of the universe. Yeah, the mother's moment is that Hayden. <laughs> I actually have a good little thing. Okay. Um, I saw this. I was going to post it, but I'll just use it for this. Don't wait until you've reached your goal to be proud of yourself. Oh. Be proud of every step you take toward reaching that goal. I think I it's like pretty it. good, right? Because yes. I'm very goal oriented, and mm-hmm. I'm a perfectionist, and you know, I'll have a plan for something. As a matter of fact, this this podcast was a whole year <laughs> uh, longer from launching because I needed it to be perfect, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and until somebody said, just just, just do it, turn the mic yeah. on and start talking, right? Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> of course, now they regret that. Because, <laughs> but, um, but every little step, you know, if uh, um, just be proud of that, and and I think it it will make the whole uh, journey of whatever your 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 particular project or goal is um, just that much more enjoyable. Yeah. Cool. Alrighty. Well, that was fun. All right, and that music means it's time to start saying goodbye. So this has been a fun episode. I like it. And uh, <laughs> random. I think we celebrated a lot of joyful moments of parenting, and then some of those ones that aren't quite joyful. Constipation. Quite so joyful, like when your child is constipated. Yeah. Tell us what letter your poop looks like. <laughs> yeah. a v. We got a V. We got a V. <laughs> so maybe not. So, anyways, um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Dr. Sears Family Podcast or you can send us questions there and on the internet askdrsears.com slash podcast give us ratings and send us questions and comments it just really 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 helps I got a cough <laughs> okay so, you just wanted to use your fancy cough right um, so for Matt Sears and the portable pediatrician book and certified health coach Hayden Sears I'm your host Dr. Jim Sears and we will see you next time